If your litter box could talk, what would it say to you? Good morning, lovely day, isn't it? Or perhaps, what's up with all the clay dust and chemicals you're laying on me and the cat? If that's the case, consider World's Best Cat Litter. It's virtually dust-free, quick clumping, and lasts twice as long as clay litter. And because it's made from corn, it's chemical-free and a naturally safe choice. World's Best Cat Litter, the number one selling natural litter brand for a reason. Freedom is a feeling, and the best way to truly feel free is behind the wheel of a Jeep SUV. Find out what true freedom feels like at Jeep Freedom Days. And now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 531-22. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, Tim here. Uh, before we begin our exploration of the Matrix, I wanted to take a moment to thank two companies that have been there for us since the beginning and really enabled us to pretend to be real podcasters. The first is Podcorn, and they're, they're basically a marketplace that connects podcasters with a ton of sponsorship opportunities, such as host-read ads, interviews, product reviews, and more. You as a podcaster have complete control over who you pitch to and set your own rates. And we have successfully secured multiple sponsorships over the last couple months, even though we just started podcasting this year. I strongly recommend Podcorn to every podcaster out there that is looking to monetize their show. I'll have a link to their platform in our show notes and on social media for you to see for yourself. I also wanted to take a moment to thank Kofi for providing an amazing platform for us to grow and connect with our listeners. Uh, one of the things I love about Kofi is that they do not take any cuts of your pledges or donations at all. But really, what I really love about them is that they're connected to their community in such profound ways. You can also take advantage of their Kofi Gold membership option to use a ton of advanced features such as offering commissions, accepting monthly contributions, additional customizations, and they just recently added a platform for selling your own products. And also, if you've been following us, you may have heard that we're going to be having some fun over the next couple months and allowing you to participate in our popular over-under game for a chance to win some prizes. Kofi was the first to step up, and they're offering someone a 12-month gold membership. So check out both Podcorn and Kofi if you're looking to take your podcast or creativity to the next level. And with that, let's go learn some Kung Fu. In a world of big-budget blockbusters, travel back in time to explore the epic and not-so-epic movies of yesteryear. Join Tim, Chris, Dana, and Spaz on their adventures through Nostalgia Land. This is On Second Watch, a movie nostalgia podcast. So today we are reviewing 1999's science fiction action film, The Matrix. Get ready. This is directed and written by the Wachowskis, starring Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Carrie Ann Moss, Hugo Weaving, and I'm going to, I'm really going to mess up this guy's name, Joe Pantoliano. Did I say that right? Close. Yeah, it was good. Pantoliano. There you go. Yeah. So how about we go around the virtual table? If you can remember, let's say your favorite quote from this movie and tell everyone how long it's been since you've seen it. And I'm going to start with Dana. 
You may have to answer about when we saw this last, because I know I watched it with you, but to me it seems like it's been a very long time. I don't have a quote except, oh. That's a good quote. That is a good quote. <laughs> if if I had to guess the last time I saw it with you, it was probably 10 years ago. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go off of that because I don't remember. It's been a really long time. But I have seen this more than once, so. This is true. I bonus points for this. <laughs> you do have that going for you. All right, so let's. Uh, how about Dan? When was the last time you saw this? And a favorite quote. I got. I love me some Joey Pants. So ignorance is bliss. Booyah! Eats a nice piece of steak. Love it. Um, I gotta say, I think it was. Might have been two thousand four, two thousand five, somewhere in there. That's oddly specific. Yeah, might have actually been two thousand three. I think I was still in high school. I think it was last year, high school. I saw it. It was a long time ago, for sure. Fair enough. Um, Chris, how about you? Uh, let's see. Um, probably five or six years ago. I know I watched, I tried to watch it again the past year, but I got distracted. So I made it about 20 minutes into the movie, but yeah, it's probably been several years that I've watched it. And then, um, quote wise, God, I don't even remember half of the quotes. How about, uh, the, the cliche one? Uh, I know Kung Fu. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That's one, probably the biggest one of all. Let it's, it be, be cliche. It's it's amazing. That's what everyone defaults to because, yeah. you know, and I can't remember any of the other ones. Well, I think uh, the last time I saw this was, I mentioned it last episode, all three of the Matrix trilogy ended up on Netflix last year or two, and I watched them all back to back. I don't remember why. Because so, it was there. I felt like it was necessary. I feel like it's because you hate yourself. Um, I, I had yeah. to become Neo. You had so. to become the one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it was probably in the last year or two, maybe two, as time flies right now. But this is a very quotable movie. Not that I can recall them any of them right now. But open uh, your mind. It's free your mind. <laughs> oh, free your mind. Oh, I knew it. Somebody doing it. Close. Probably. Um, you think that's air you're breathing? <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, the look that he gives to after he yeah. says it. It's fantastic. It's great, yeah. There is no spoon. Ah, yes. That's, that's another good one. Yes. Hey, that's, the only, that's like the only two apparently I remember. That's okay. You know, you know, spoon and kung fu. What else? I know, you? spoon foo. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yes. This movie had a budget of $63 million and it made just over $465 million in the box office. Damn. Yeah, it was uh, quite enjoyed. It currently sits on IMDb at a rating of an 8.7 and rated number 16 in the top movies of all time, which I think is still three clicks below Inception. And one of the things I was doing when I was doing some research on this movie was... I Googled Inception and Matrix because I was curious since both of them are very mind trippy in a way. And there's apparently a lot of comparison between the two. Uh, there's, uh, I think I pulled up like hundreds of articles of, of people on whether it's on Reddit or some other pages asking about the comparison and some people drawing conclusions that the uh, that Inception is actually a prequel to the Matrix. No, Reddit's a weird place. No. <laughs> Portrait second in life right there. Right. <laughs> I get bored uh, easily. Yeah, so does most of the internet. So yeah, but it was—it's um, interesting the conclusions that you can draw. Uh, and this movie, like Inception, 
it kind of changed the game for action movies and kind of their how they do things, how they film, trying something new, kind of challenging to think a little bit differently. But we we can definitely dive into some of that after we rewatch it. But uh, let's let's talk about our experiences watching this for the first time. So, Chris, let's start with you. What what do you remember watching this for the first time? I think actually me, you, and Spaz were all together. That's right. Yep. We went, uh, I believe, in 90, 99, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we went. My dad took us. Uh, I think it was for, I want to say when it came out it was near my birthday. So he took us for my birthday. It, it did come out in March. So yeah, that would align. Oh, yep. There you go. That's why. Then. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's the first time I saw it. All of us, pretty much. Yeah, that was, yeah. Is there anything you remember that just why it might have stuck out in your head a little bit? Well, I mean. Because you went with us, Tim. No, it's you're forgetting. You're forgettable. Oh. Ouch. Um. I need some beer spawned for that burn. Oh. Uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Spaz is burning, apparently, is catching me off guard here. <laughs> There's lots of different creatures. Take, 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 take that as you will. Um, I think what Memoria, uh, just like, I remember it so well, and to me, it stuck out is because of how, how different it was, I think, to a lot of things at that time. I mean, the bullet time, the hacker-esque dystopian. I mean, we've had similar movies, not like that kind of action, but like, you know, we've had hacking movies, we've had action movies, but the way they blended it, I think, with everything, and just, I don't know, it was just so different from anything I've ever seen beforehand, so it really stuck out to me. Um, what about you, Spaz? Frankly, just all the fight scenes, the choreography, those, that was just awesome, like Chris was saying. We never saw that type of fighting before. And obviously, you know, something's good when you get spoofs and all these other and you can find see the fight scenes in all these other movies that they're taking it from because they know it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, just the choreography of all the fighting. It was awesome. Dana, can you recall the first time you saw this? Yes, I know it was eighth grade. I got grounded after seeing it. Oh, um, OK. Pray tell. <laughs> Yeah, this gotta be a good story. I don't, I don't know if I really want to get into it on the podcast, but I did get grounded shortly after seeing it. Um, oh man, she did something dirty. No, no. I get grounded a lot in my life, so no. Um, you're, you're welcome for one of those times. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. No, you're just welcome. wasn't that um, two weeks that got you grounded for? At minimum. Yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> so just for posterity um i think spaz you drove over to dana's house in the middle of the night and we're screaming we're obsc- you. yes you were screaming obscenities really loudly yes yeah at like 10 11 o'clock at night absolutely I mean, that's par for the course with him that's what i do that's who i am yeah it's, it's like a I weird got parent for it, so whatever <laughs> well i did my job <laughs> I did my job. So, so Dana got grounded for white lying to her parents about seeing yeah. this movie with people she shouldn't have been seeing it with. Yep. And um, thank you yeah. for uh, putting it in better terms than you're, I would have. You're welcome. <laughs> um, um, but I mean, I do remember the movie being really awesome. Um, I think I was impressed, kind of mind blown at the time. Um, but I was also in eighth grade, so I, I don't know if it took a lot to blow my mind at that point either so but i mean i obviously enjoyed it quite a bit so it was i mean overall memorable for many reasons <laughs> yeah and i i think um so seeing it with with seeing any movie with chris and spaz is a trip anyway but um we saw this and i remember being extremely confused 
with everything that was going on, it like, I don't know, I just, I couldn't follow a lot of the, a lot of the story. It started getting a little bit confusing to me. So I believe I went back and saw it like a week later in theaters again, just because now I, you know, now I kind of knew the concept and how it all played out. But you guys are right. It, from choreography and a technical aspect, this movie was groundbreaking in the things that it introduced. Kind of taking, you know, Kung Fu is not very common in big blockbusters, you know, especially in the 90s. It was more like a joke, but this was taking it very seriously and reaching a broader audience. And what they did with, especially with wire foo, it wasn't really in American movies. It was a lot of the, you know, the Kung Fu stuff and right. Asian movies, but this was the first time it was really widely used in such a profound way in an American movie. And I think that's, it, it kind of changed how people approach movies and, you know, this side of the world. And also, you know, like you guys said, the bullet time, and a lot of those special effects that were never done before that was copied and copied and copied to the point that it's just, it's not, I think it took a year before it was just not unique anymore. It wasn't cool because of how overdone it was. Yep. So by the time matrix two came around, you're like, Oh yeah, I've seen it way too much, but it was still just the first time you see that you're like, what the heck man, how'd they do that? But it's, it's, it's really cool. And I personally really enjoy a lot of the attention to the sound. The sound effects especially are, are great in this film. I don't know. I think all of it just comes together so nicely that it was just a lot of fun. So I I put the call out to see if I could get some nostalgia from others. And quite a few people had some things to share. One of the podcasts that I talk to quite regularly is a podcast called Talking Shiz. And they left us an audio recording. So you want to talk about The Matrix? I mean, it, what has not been said about The Matrix? The Matrix in the late 90s was the best film. I mean, even for the whole 90s, The Matrix was one of the best films. The effects was awesome. You can, I mean, that was revolutionary. Are you kidding me? I mean, it's that, that, the whole effects has been replicated ever since. Keanu Reeves did a fantastic job. The movie was great from start to finish. The sequel is not so great. But during like the, the first movie, though, The Matrix, it did make you think, like, are we living in in a simulated type world are we being controlled by a computer and we just don't know it we're not awake you know fantastic movie i mean you cannot ask for a better movie than the matrix and we also have an audio recording from alex from facebook i think that was most impressive to me about the matrix wasn't necessarily the bullet time or the kung fu fights on wire it wasn't the hallway gun shootout it uh it was more the concepts that introduced like when Agent Smith tells Morpheus that mammals are, uh, that humans aren't really mammals, they're more like viruses where they change their environment to suit the uh, their own needs as opposed to adapting to the environment. That was crazy. That was like, wow, that's, that's kind of true. Yeah, and, you know, learning Kung Fu through a plug in the back of your head, that was pretty awesome too. But um, in the end, I think it was a love story. When Trinity tells him that on his deathbed that she was going to fall in love with a dead man and he comes back and kicks the matrix's ass with his superman powers that was pretty awesome so yeah the matrix was pretty much a masterpiece in all its forms and that's it thanks and then on twitter we had a couple of responses so one from the podcast film shake which is a 90s movies podcast uh they mentioned that because of columbine in the trench coat mafia and movies that make kids you know violent all those myths uh they had id'd 
for that movie when he went to go see it. At the time, he was 17 and his cousin was 15. So uh, they had to buy a ticket for one ticket for The Matrix for him and then bought one ticket for Ed TV for his cousin and stuck him into the movie. And it was totally worth it. Another podcast called Mouse and Weens had mentioned that the overplayed dodge the bullet backwards bend in slow-mo that's been done in so many movies that they loved it at first and the second and third time too, but then it was everywhere and they became quite easily to hate it all. Yep. It was, you know, people take those, those special effects and just run with it. Oh, absolutely. Going back to a previous comment about the, the trench coat mafia and stuff like that. So I remember when I saw this movie, I immediately like, yes, I want to be Neo for Halloween. And then Columbine happened, I think a month later. I'm trying to think back to um, some other films that, you know, people latched onto as being the reason for some violent act or some terrible occurrence. And I, you know, especially with the Columbine one, they blamed the movies, they blamed video games, they blamed Marilyn Manson. It's just like, just blaming everything, all the media. And I, I, I'm trying to remember a time before that, that a movie was somewhat being blamed for some despicable act. And I, I, I for some reason, I can't think anything before The Matrix that stands out in my head. I don't, do you guys have any? No, not that I remember. Not movie-wise, I know. you know, Video games were always... Music-wise, music um, there's been a ton of stuff between, you know, like in the 80s, trying to get the, you know, that whole parental advisory group thing going. Um, to earlier on to like, you know, Black Sabbath and all all their stuff, you know, listening to Sabbath, you know, makes you do evil things and stuff like that. But as far as movies go, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I was, it was just something that popped in my head and I was wondering, because it just seems like that's, you know, just one of those things that people latched onto was that, you know, this, the matrix and all the violence and all just kind of triggered people, which. I just think it happened to coincide at that time frame, and they were looking for somewhere to point the finger. I mean, look at, you know, like you said, you know, they blamed Marilyn Manson, they blamed video games, they blamed, you know, The Matrix. I mean, there's no correlation to that. Right. Uh, I was just curious. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to turn on the time machine for a second here. And go back to last episode when we were talking about what we're going to do for over under for the matrix. <laughs> oh and God. I forgot what we talked about. Of course you forgot what we were, what we talked about, but um, I remember spaz getting me a lot of shit for only having three questions. Oh God. Girl what'd, what'd you do, Tim? So oh, God. for over under on matrix, I have 96. Qu- no, um, wouldn't be surprised. I have, I have eight <laughs> questions. Wow, I thought it was going to be more than that, but all right. Look what you did. I I had to go for it, man. Hey, I would have gone for more, but whatever, you slacker. I believe you said 18 at the time, though, didn't you? You you did say 18, but uh, I thought eight was enough. I feel like that's a good good, uh, (laughs) middle ground. I don't like that. Let's let's see how these eight questions go, and then we'll decide if that's a oh, good one. I'm going over eight. I guarantee it. I would love to see that. <laughs> I mean, at that point, it's just him actually putting an effort to get over eight. It is. That's what I'm shooting for. So let's see what happens. All I know mm-hmm. is I'm sitting here, and I keep remembering more and more quotes now that the movie's coming back to me. What you got? Oh, I just 
I mean, Fine. I'm remembering the whole movie now. And I was like, oh. But, Mr. Uh, Anderson. No, no, the best one I know so far that always made me laugh was the one where he's like, how about if I give you the finger yes. and you give me my phone call? Yes, that's a good one. So I don't know if you guys remember, but that scene, for some reason, Keanu Reeves giving the middle finger, it just looks weird. It looks weird. And then everything that happens afterwards is just like this weird, like horror aspect, if you will. Right. Of the entire movie. Like, yeah, the movie has creepy stuff, if you will. I guess if you want to call it creepy, but not, not so much horror-esque. And that was such like a weird, like body horror yeah. scene between like the melting mouth and like that like that bug bug oh, yeah, creature it. thing you know that like goes inside them and st- yeah i mean technically yeah i think they called it a bug you know as in quote unquote bug you know yeah he's, they're he's being bugged yeah except they look like a centipede thing's real <laughs> except they look like a centipede mated with a crawfish right yeah nice. yeah absolutely that's right but i just I don't, for some reason every time i see that scene when he's giving the middle finger his he just looks funny giving it's, the middle finger i don't know what it is it's the, his it's his body movement when yeah. he does it it's just like i think that might have been his first time giving the middle finger to somebody because <laughs> he's such a nice person he's such an he's such an adorable man like it's just like watching him get angry like in the john wick uh wick films and stuff it's like it seems it's not him man. It, it, it seems forced but like i'm i'm fine with it because i absolutely love the john wick movies yeah and pretty much anything keanu reeves is in but it's such a i think it's hard for him to play a hard ass like you said he's such a nice guy but he does it so well he's been in so many action films um i mean dana you love keanu reeves don't you no (laughs) wow just another thing (laughs) for me to resent dana for seriously as a person yes i like him he's great i think he is one of the don't say it overrated Hollywood actors, though. Just, just digging a hole. Again, Tim, you married her. Why? Good. It's okay. I think you can blame my dislike of him on everybody Tim? comparing Tim to him in high school. That just, that ruined it for me. No, Tim's Jim Carrey. Always oh, that's a whole no, no, other, no, we could do a whole podcast on that. T- Tim is Tim. Like, we'll just I leave know. it at that. Like, not Keanu, not Jim Carrey, like not right now. It's got yeah, but everybody did it, and it really started to irk me and annoy me a lot. So I did get that a lot in high school. You did. Comparison. It was so annoying. So say irk and annoy I mean, yeah, in high school the in the same, same sentence. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Your hair looked like that. That was about it. But you know, you even kind of embraced it for a while too, if I remember correctly. You enjoyed it. Excellent. There you go. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't wait to watch Bill and Ted. Um, oh, yeah, good. <laughs> awesome, dude. So anyway, um, let's let's do this over under business because we got eight questions and we'll be here all night. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and the, the first question I wanted to ask was a question that Chris told me not to ask. So I'm going to ask it. Anyway. Terrific. Let's go. So let's go. Um, during the dodge this sequence when they're breaking Morpheus out of the building and they're on the roof and the agent approaches Neo and starts shooting at him. How many bullets were shot at Neo during that scene? And I set the bar at seven. Point five. Once again, how are we shooting half bullets here? Jesus Christ, Portray, why do we got to go through this 
over and over again. <laughs> because decisions were made that don't make sense. The hook makes it difficult. You can't push. There's no push. I'm going over. <laughs> Thanks, Dana. <laughs> Thanks. I'm not going to forget this every time. Well, stop being stupid. <laughs> Quit making halvesies on whole number of things. Dude. Uh, I'm asking, is it more than 7.5 or less than 7.5? It's not 7.5. He doesn't... It's such an he arbitrary does not thing. Over. I will die on this bill. I'm going over. I'm going under. Chris is under, and Dana and Spaz are over. All right. Dana, that's 0 for 1 for us. Are you trying to lose? Kind of. I, I like, <laughs> it's my. This is my thing now, Tim. All right. I'm, okay. like, I'm stuck with it. All right. Dan has embraced his role of suckage. I'm the big fat <laughs> <laughs> Well, now. Uh, anyway. So, next question is, how many times does Agent Smith say, Mr. Anderson? God. And I set that at eight. And there it is. There it is. I'm going to go over again. I'm going over as well. I'm going to go under. Are you going under because you think that's the right answer or under because you don't like anyone else's response i actually think it's it's the right answer and also out of spite (laughs) Uh, i'll take it all right uh next question how many guns does neo use in this movie jesus christ and i (laughs) i set that at (laughs) 13.5 i just want to see the half gun i'm just saying oh my god He's not you too. He pulls it out of his jacket. He's like, "Oh, where's the other half of my gun? I must have got stuck in the matrix loading." Oh my god, I'm going over. The theory. I'm going over as well. I'm going under. <laughs> now you, Dana, is that because you think it's under, or just you don't because want? Because I be... have not the slightest idea. We're gonna need guns. Lots. <laughs> that of is guns. my legitimate guess. That's. A... There you I'm go. Going. Do you know how to just keep coming, man? Do you know how to fly a helicopter? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm. That's honestly, the only quote I'm gonna go with. So. I'm honestly like excited for the fourth one, or the sequel, because two and three were never made. I think it's gonna be fun. You know, I'm pumped. Like I honestly, know. like I'm interested to see how they spin it, and I'm totally interrupting over and under, but like. Yeah, I don't know. Two and, three, two, and, two and three were just so... Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't mind two. The third one was just so... That one was bad. I didn't mind the second one all that much, though. Yeah, the fight scene at the end of three I thought was kind of cool between him and Smith, but... That wasn't... Yeah, that was alright. But uh, that movie yeah. just suck. I just, I just don't think about those two. Question four is how many times do we hear the word Matrix in this movie. And I set that at 27.5. Under? Say that very unsure. I saw this movie so long ago, I don't know. How do you not know how many times they say the word The Matrix? Like, this feels like school all over again. Hey, remember the time you read that chapter about two weeks ago? I'm gonna quiz you on, like, what exactly happened on page 49. That's how I roll. I'm gonna go under. And Tim would have gotten it right. I'm I'm gonna go under as well. You guys are boring. I mean, there's only a, one other answer to this, Tim. I mean, how much are we going to mix it up here? I could say that I'm 
halfway going under? <laughs> I'm on. I'm, I'm under point five. Yeah, under point five. I'd like to bet one dollar. Alrighty, question number five. How many times does Neo get shot in this movie? And I set that at twelve point five. Now that's literally getting shot, not him stopping bullets. It has to literally penetrate his body. <laughs> you did that on purpose. <laughs> you got a problem with the word penetrate? What's up? I'm just trying to figure out how many times his body was penetrated. <laughs> over and over again. I mean, if you want to get literal, his body is penetrated a lot with those jabby things. Yeah. Is that, is you know that what? what we're talking about? I think this is probably good. <laughs> just answer here and just keep going. Uh, uh-huh. Toilet humor. I don't even want to know where the half is coming. All right. How many, how many times is he shot by a bullet? That's 12.5. God, man. This one's hard. Um, yeah. Like, I feel under again. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm feeling it. I'm going under as well. Shut up, Tim. <laughs> I mean, you get a 50-50 shot at the answer here, unless you're going to start incorporating like multiple choice questions here, like which is definitely an option later on. Give me ideas. Yeah. Sure. I mean, we do over and under, which is the name of the game. I don't think answer the multiple choice questions is as catchy as over under, but that's me. Ten point five. I like it. <laughs> Tim's going to mail out Scantrons and have us fill it out prior to these podcasts. Oh, man. Number two pencil, bitches. Let me go dust the one I have left over from my college. Damn. All right, forget it. You guys are under. I don't care anymore. Uh, question number six. How many times do we see an agent get killed in this movie? I have that at 5.5. I feel like being different now. I'm going to go over. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think this might not be good for you either, Tim. Oh, I hate all of you. I'm going I'm going under. I'm going under. There. There. God damn it. I'm going to go over. I hope I get this right. You probably do, I think. I don't so know. You... It's been several <laughs> years. Ago. I don't know why. Just picking shit now. Well, that's yeah. I haven't seen these movies in like twenty freaking years almost. So what do you expect? Of course, I'm guessing. Next question. Uh, so apparently, Neo is sleeping a lot in this movie. So my question is, how many times does Neo wake up in this movie? And I set that at four point five. Over. Are we? Never mind. Like, I'm going like, under. like he's sleeping. Are we? Are we yeah. also counting like when he's when he comes out of the Matrix? Woken up. And I'm using air quotes here. Are we counting that? Or is it like actual like, oh, I'm napping or I fell asleep for the night. Not that he's awakening to yeah. the real world. He's he's woke. Yeah, he's woke. Yeah. Isn't that what the kids say these days? He's woke. Yeah. No, I'm referring to him actually being asleep. Oh, then I'm going under. Then. He's, he's nighty night. <laughs> I'm going under switching. Uh, under switching? Is it? I'm still going under. Oh, no. I'm going to go over just because I'm feeling ambitious. Hmm. Overachieving. <laughs> Look, man, you wanted some diversity in your answers. Here you go. Except I'm really not getting what I need, so. 
That guys, dude, that sounds like something. You guys, you guys do not fulfill me. <laughs> sounds like you need to look at some more penetration questions. I'll show you some. I'll tell you about some good. Uh, nope, 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 nope. No, we're done here. Hmm. Moving let on. Me, it's just let me ask. Just let me ask this last question. It's called the Big Bang Theory and Wicked oh. Two. Booyah. We're, we are not talking about that shitty TV show on this podcast. I will punch you in the scrotum next time I see you. <laughs> well, the coffee almost went all over the microphone. Thank you. Okay. Left question. It's mine. Question eight. What is the total body count in this movie? Tim is stupid. Um, <laughs> I have it at 35.5. I'm not answering this because I hate I do have one question regarding this. Love you, Tim. Yes. It says right there. Do we let the bodies hit the floor? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Something wrong with me. <laughs> oh. I can't do it, the whole thing. Sorry. Hey, here's a nice little segue. You're singing about Drowning Pool. That movie, The One, has like the entire Drowning Pool soundtrack. Yes, it does. So... Yeah. There's a correlation yeah. for you. There you Neo, go. Neo's yeah. the one. The movie, the one. It's good um, stuff. That's Lee. the only correlation there is. Jason yeah. Statham, so good. Anyway, total body count, 35.5. Um, 35.5. Over. <sighs> Under. Over. Oh, God, thank God that's over. All right. <laughs> All right, I got your responses. Now I know eight questions is a little bit too much for you. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'll find that sweet spot, and I'm throwing some multiple choice, true and false. Fill in the blank. Well, then it won't be over, uh, under. Tim, I want right. more. Over the under and things. Over, under, etc. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, so we'll watch that movie and see, and I, there's some things I need to clarify, because most of the answers I know, but there's some I don't, so we'll find out. There's so much I cut out of the last recording, Dan. So I, much. I bet. I haven't listened to it yet. Of course you haven't. There's a lot of stuff I left in, too, so hey-oh. Um, anyway, so that's that. We'll we'll rewatch that movie, and we'll tally up the results and see who wins. Because I think right now Chris is has three wins. Dana has two. I got zero. Spaz exists. Unfortunately. <laughs> Barely. Uh, but I, and I'm but I, Tim. <laughs> But I do want to say there's there's something that I'm going to try to do with our listeners. And between now and the end of the year, I'm going to open it up for anyone else to participate in over under. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to post these questions right before we launch the episode. And everyone has a short window to log in to the survey and play along with us. I'm going to keep track of how many people get right and wrong. And at the end, I'll do a raffle to start giving things away. Um, I've already secured one offer from the platform we use to do a lot of our shout outs um, and commissions, Kofi. Um, they're giving away a one year subscription to their Kofi Gold so that creators uh, like illustrators, artists, podcasters, whoever uh, can take advantage of all their premium features. So they're in on it. We have a Kofi Gold subscription so that we can do uh, some of the commissions and other fun stuff. So. It's very valuable, um, and my hope, I'm going to try to do this, but for every movie that we review, I'm going to have a little something from those movies to add to the raffle. So there, I already have some ideas and some people I'm going to talk to, but stay tuned for that, um, and I'm pretty sure 
I'm expecting 80% of the people to do better than Spaz of this game. Can we raffle Spaz away? Nobody wants I... me. Like, like, like forever? <laughs> Unless for like target practice or something. Nobody wants me. One night with Spaz. Ooh. Oh. I don't even. We <laughs> better get that <laughs> refund. Yeah. Can, you re- uh... can you return our raffle? <laughs> Prices are non transferable. Don't worry. I won't show up. I won't do that to a person. Yeah, you barely show up to this podcast. I try not. Trust me, I try not to. Whatever. I'm just. I'm just glad he shows up to the first part of this and hasn't watched this movie. Yeah, yet. right. It's those little things in life. I almost you know, did. I almost. He hasn't watched the movie yet. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of movies at his fingertips, and he's itching to watch The Matrix suddenly again while we're doing this. Because I haven't watched it in 15 years, and I'm psyched to watch it again. You can wait three days. No, I gotta wait until next Saturday, or I'm gonna forget everything. Yeah, you're gonna watch it like while we're recording it. Yep. Most <laughs> likely, yeah. That doesn't mean I, I'll remember everything because I'll be watching it. You could be like me and just take notes, man. Just embrace your Asian. The only notes I got in high school were from you. You took them for me, remember? <laughs> I didn't take notes. We did share a locker in ninth grade. Yes, we did. We had three people in one. It was ridiculous, but anyway. Anyway, um, so let's jump into our nostalgia and do our score so that we can watch the movie and see how it has evolved. I'm curious, Dana. I want to start with you because you've been very uh, hands-off with this movie, and I feel like you've been prepping me for this score, so let's let's just get it out of the way. I am going to give it a six. Oh, reason, God. Reason being is not because... <laughs> There's a flying middle finger. Right? I that. Whatever. I deserve that. Um, it's not because it's not a good movie. It is. I just don't feel like it is going to hold the test of time. I don't feel like I'm going to enjoy it as much as I did a long time ago. Um, I'm hoping that that will change. But I just feel like it's one of those movies that, though it's good, it is just, I don't think it's going to hold up. I don't know. That's just me. So I I can see that only because it's a it's a sci-fi movie that takes place in some kind of future dystopian world and most of those kind of movies do not age well. They don't. And you know, I'm all kidding aside. I I agree. I mean, I watched over the weekend, speaking of examples, my dad and I watched um Escape from New York. Uh-oh. I like John Carpenter. I like Kurt Russell. I did not like this movie. That no, that movie did not age very well. It did not age well. Whereas, like, I can go pop in the thing, which is like within a couple of years of this movie, and I love the shit out of that movie. But for something, but like you said, these dystopian, futuristic sci-fi. I mean, hell, Jesus, look at Tron, the original. Yeah, no. <laughs> like watching that, like it, it was cool. Exactly. Thirty years ago. Yeah. I I agree. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're talking what twenty-one years ago. Yep. I mean. Like I said, I I personally enjoyed the movie a lot. I know I watched it many times, despite what my score for over under may be. Um, but I, I don't know. I just don't feel like it's gonna have the same effect watching it again. Hopefully, I'll be wrong. We will see. All right, got Dana down for a six. I am. Uh, you might have to watch this one alone. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, uh, Spaz, Spaz, how about you? I'm going to go with, I'll give it a seven. Would you like to add a half onto that? I was thinking about giving it an eighth. I like it. <laughs> seven and an eighth, Tim. Point three three. <laughs> Not rounding. Cut. You caused this. Just remember that. I'm going to go with pie. I'm going to give it pie. 
Everybody loves pie. <laughs> there's no I in team, but there's an I in pie. <laughs> meat, meat pie. Uh, there is no pie. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, seven. Seven, seven. seven's good. So it's kind of, it's better than average, but not great. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We don't have any much thing else to say. You guys have basically said it all. We're going to see what this movie's about, man. I just it's about the it. Matrix. It's about you shutting your <laughs> mouth for once. <laughs> Ooh. Shut my mouth on a podcast. <laughs> You're not talking. <laughs> Wait, is that what we're doing? Uh, Remember, Chris. All right, I got a six for Dana, a seven for Spaz. Chris, how about you? I'm going to give this an 8.5. And the reason I am giving it such a high score Nerd. is because it's one of those few movies that, like, when I first saw it, like, I, one, I absolutely loved it, even if I didn't understand it completely because how crazy off the wall it is. But it was so different. And I think I really just enjoyed this, like, the action, how much, you know, science fiction was added to it. I also appreciate for what it did as far as like the industry goes. I mean, like you guys touched on how often does like, you know, the Kung Fu or like the, the, the wire fighting uh, get made fun of, you know, because it was so popular, you know, I think this movie played a big role in how things were filmed moving forward. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I think it's an excellent movie. Not so much like the following two, but to me and then the fact you know seeing it when i did and stuff i don't know it was just it was really cool all right so i'm gonna have to balance dana's score out a little bit here um, it comes to 10 yeah no 9.5 close <laughs> i'm i'm giving it a 9.5 because for the longest time this was my favorite movie i thought it was all dogs go to heaven no that was no. mine oh that and oliver and calvary company yeah you why? That's like your thing now. Every episode, find a way to bring up Oliver and Company. It's <laughs> kind of like the Where's Waldo of the podcast. We just wait until Spaz brings up Oliver and Company. It's about a pup. It's about a pup, man. Got a lot of dogs. You and your dog movies. Anyway, oh, dude, hell yeah. Dog John Wick. John Wick's a dog movie. I know. That's why I loved it so much until they killed him. Anyways, we, we, we cut off Tim. What was it, Tim? Nine point five because this movie is beautiful. Um. To me, it between it being kind of revolutionary in the choreography, the fighting scenes are excellent. Uh, the The screenplay is is so well written, and the dialogue is very smart that it blows my mind that this is the Wykowski's second feature film that they have ever done. Uh, they got this big budget for the Matrix, and they they pulled this off. I think it's it's astounding what what they they came up with because it's an original story, and I love movies that are original because it seems like everything's based off of something or adapted by or, or a remake. Um, the, this is a completely original story that is a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to rewatching this and paying attention more to the dialogue because it has so many great quotes that. Um, I'm looking forward to it and forcing Dana to change her opinion. Well, I'm changing my opinion. I, I, I'm going to still leave that disclaimer of I did really enjoy this movie a long time ago. 
was really good and i agree with most of what you're saying i just don't think it's gonna hold up i'm sorry i mean that's basically this podcast in a nutshell we're gonna see if it if it holds up Mm -hmm. one of us is going to be wrong and get voted (laughs) off the island no there are no right or wrong answers everyone has their different uh different opinions and that's what's that's what makes it fun but uh it it's it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch because it's for everybody except for me it's been a long time but uh we'll we'll see i think this i mean keanu reeves and carrie ann moss it um put their careers in a trajectory that it just went straight up so uh it's it's it'll, it'll be interesting i think so anyway that that brings us to an average score of 7.75 which is up there probably in the middle of our all our movies from our nostalgia. So we'll see. We'll we'll shut down, we'll watch it and we'll jump back on here and and talk about why Dana's wrong. No, talk about uh the things that we noticed and and have some fun and uh there's there's so much trivia about this movie. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get into it, but regardless, let's let's have some fun rewatch this and uh, enjoy it for what it is. Dana, I make agree. sure yeah. you follow the white rabbit. I will try to, and uh, I really hope that my opinion is changed on whether it holds up or not. I I want it to be changed. Take the red pill. What if I like blue better? How about about green? Can we blend the two? Ooh, I like green. It's my favorite color. What? what? Yeah, can can we make it like a multicolored here? (laughs) Tim's just getting upset now. Like, like, for example, if you take half the red pill and half the blue pill... And you blend them. Oh, dude, that, that that could be a trip right there, Chris. That'd be like taking acid, probably. Right? You're getting, you're getting stuck in two worlds, man. <laughs> I, exactly. I mean, well, we lost Tim. Yeah, I think Tim did. <laughs> wow. Love you. This gets uncomfortable every time we get together. Mm. Why not? Deja, this is a deja vu. Anyway, that's... Go watch the damn movie. Yeah. 